Sahan. Welcome to the Insurex Story Podcast, the platform to spread knowledge on insurance innovation, digital disruption, and entrepreneurship. Our website insurexstory.com, and we are available on Spotify, Apple, and Google. Today we will discuss on the topic how blockchain can help insurers innovate. And for now, I'm delighted to welcome our guest Marlin Daly, who is the Insurance Consulting Director at RSM US LLP, and David. Mamain, who is the Financial Services Senior Analyst at RSM Canada. At RSM, Merlin Daly leads the National Claims Consulting Practice, specializing in digital transformation and intelligent process reengineering for insurance and reinsurance clients. Prior to RSM, Merlin has successfully led multidisciplinary teams and provided program management in delivering wide-scale end-to-end platform transformations and digital solutions as the client and as the consultant. Additionally, Marlin is a thought leader in the industry and a published author of key pieces in industry journals. Besides, she is also a United States Air Force veteran and volunteer at Wounded Warrior and WACE events. Our next guest, David Mamain, is a key member of RSM Canada's industry senior analyst and a partner in the firm's consulting practice. He is well-versed in business and technology trends that shape middle market businesses in the insurance sector. As a strategic advisor to RSM's client, David leverages his background in actuarial science, data analytics, and business strategy to provide guidance and clarity. David is regularly invited to speak at key leadership conferences on insurance strategic decision-making, capital management, and leadership development. Besides, David is an active member of Actuarial Committee, an industry eminent and a frequent panelist at industry conferences. His accolades include being a recent nominee for the Casualty Actuarial Society Board of Directors. So Marlin and David, a warm welcome to the show. Thank you. Thanks for having us. Likewise. Thank you. So, you know, moving on to today's discussion topic. Uh, My first question uh, goes to Marlon that, you know, in today's world, it is necessary for businesses from various ecosystems to collaborate in order to offer goods and services if the world is going to expand into expanded ecosystems, which eventually it will. So with blockchain, how do you see insurers innovating to make insurance more interesting and valuable to end users in such a growing, you know, and dynamic ecosystem? Thanks for the question. Where I see us really innovating from an industry perspective um, is around smart contracts. Uh, I've seen a couple of our clients and a couple of other uh, leading insurers develop POCs in this arena, while there's still a lot of progress to be to be made, I do believe um, you'll see more around in the very near future around smart contracts, specifically with um, parametric insurance. Right. So do you have any views? You know, we are seeing a lot of, you know, um, uh, innovations, a lot of existing concept which is coming up in a new way and a lot of new concept that is coming up like including 
you mentioned uh, um, the way parametric is getting you know transformed mm -hmm. and even in case of embedded insurance and even how the you know captive insurance uh, landscape is growing even though it was existing one but it wasn't as prominent as it is today so do you think any any sort of a you know attraction or any sort of a innovation that these kind of concepts can you know kind of take better shape uh, in tomorrow's insurance ecosystem i do you know specifically when it comes to you know the insurance industry is is risk adverse and always looking for ways to um to be more transparent and to eliminate or minimize a lot of fraud. And I think you will see more of that with blockchain. There's a couple of benefits that come to mind when I think about the blockchain technology, which I think could be life changing and forming for the industry itself around transparency, around trust and collaboration, um, as well as uh, automation. Yeah, I think, of course, you know, Besides keeping the technology aside, you have mentioned two key points, that's trust and transparency. I think that's kind of one of the game changer for the insurance industry when we compare the traditional way of operation and how it should be today and tomorrow. Um, great, Th thanks for your thought, Marlene there. Um, so David, you know, the, my following question is uh, for you. That's the two important factors in blockchain that you know, one of them we discussed, which is trust, and another one is data, which is also true in case of insurance, right? So where do you see this connecting at its best to transform this ecosystem? It's a great question. And when I think about trust and data, the, the really two lifelines, the lifeblood of the insurance industry, the, the reason for the insurance industry existing is, is to build that trusted risk-sharing mechanism to, to protect our day-in, day-out risks that we face. Right. Whether personal or or businesses or otherwise or you know our health or our lives, and and frankly the data side is is really the the, the lifeblood of the insurance business model. Without data, you can't do anything from yeah. a risk sharing standpoint. It becomes very very difficult for products to be priced adequately for for companies to maintain solvent solvent balance sheets. Um, so it's it's really important. Uh, these are two really important factors, not just in blockchain technologies, but in in the insurance industry. And so this is where uh, I think the foundational core elements of blockchain are actually uh, quite compatible with the, co the core fundamentals of the insurance industry. Now, I think, right. I think the challenge, you know, when we think about how to best transform the ecosystem that insurance companies play in is, is going to be around data quality. We talk a lot around, um, you know, the, the, the challenges that current legacy insurance companies face with regards to historical acquisition, data integration and migration from those legacy systems. It becomes very, very difficult in many cases when, we, when we're having conversations with our clients to implement blockchain POCs or technologies because you know, it, it's, blockchain can be unforgiving. If, if, you're, if your ledger entry is incorrect or missing any you know, form of, of, of data or has a data issue potentially, uh, it will reject the transaction point blank. It won't, it won't allow for any sort of tolerance there. And so when you think about implementing POCs or blockchain technologies into the existing value chain, uh, it can be quite challenging and quite quite robust and quite rigorous in terms of transition effort and migration effort. Right. Uh, but but when you think about the new offerings, and this kind of touches on the first point or question that you brought to Marlene, when you think about the new innovative offerings, whether that's brand new insurance products that are embedded in the purchase of other products, 
Uh, we think about consumer goods, retail travel, and a lot of other areas there. You know, when you're creating new distribution chains or new insurance value chains, I think insurance companies would be uh, would be at a huge disadvantage if they did not think about blockchain technology as being the enabler of that new product. I think I think that now has to be the default uh, when people yeah. think about launching into new products, launching into new ecosystems, trying to create that. Uh, expendable uh, network effect uh, product that can that can take off in in another ecosystem. Um, I think the other aspect that I'll I'll talk a little bit about is is that you know consumers don't typically buy insurance products; they are sold to them. True. Um, and it's it's very rare that someone will seek out an insurance product unless there is a life event. You know, purchase of a vehicle, purchase of a home. You have some kids, so you buy more life insurance. You know, the the triggers are very rare. Um, and, and oftentimes very, very difficult, you know, one-off events in someone's life that's very difficult to capture the consumer to the extent that insurance companies can now tie those transactions to other consumer goods or retail goods that are purchased at higher frequency. That gives more touch points into the customer, into the end customer to potentially sell other risk services or products to. And so I, I think it is somewhat existential from an insurance standpoint as all of our commerce and digital purchases move online. Um, it's really, really important that that the insurance companies meet the consumers where they are spending their money, um, and not force them into the, the the trap of the legacy ecosystems and and distribution channels that they've had in the past. And I think all of this can be enabled on the back end via blockchain. Yeah, um, and so that's just some some thoughts I have there in terms of the importance of those two elements. Sure. So you know, blockchain essentially it's 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 giving it's it's functioning at the back. You know. So it's giving the support from behind, but it's essential whichever technology you operate in. But for bringing in transparency, trust, this is something which is the need of the hour for the insurance sector. It is. I mean, there are there are so many links within the insurance value chain. You think of you know from the consumer to the agent on the phone collecting yeah. or gathering information to the broker placing that coverage to the carrier processing that information yeah. uh, to you know the, the exchange of information between the customer and the internal insurance company claim staff or potential third-party claim staff um, all the way through to reinsurance brokers and reinsurance counterparties and then yeah. and then that value yeah. chain continues to expand all the way through to the capital providers of the insurance industry there are so many players in this ecosystem yeah. Um, and tr trust is so paramount in this ecosystem, hence why it's such a highly regulated industry. Uh, the, the regulatory industry audit requirements within the industry are such to ensure that, the, that trust is maintained throughout that value chain. Um, yeah. And you know, there, right now, that is an incredibly human-driven process, uh, much less so than it could be a technology-driven process empowered yeah. through blockchain. Uh, but again, it's a very long chain with a lot of links in it. And so, so it's important for insurance companies that are kind of exploring opportunities in this area to really focus on, you know, the chains or the links in the chain that are of highest and best value today. Um, well, again, because certainly to your, transitioning. Yeah, go ahead. Yes, yeah, sorry, Dave. I was just going to say to your point, you're spot on. I just think about the industry when you're talking about blockchain and using like a shared claims ledger, for instance, um, for inspection where there's no per transaction charge. This is, you know, an immutable record that's auditable that it, and it's, you know, this is where you get the trust and 
This can help reduce fraud and regulators can also monitor these the insurance variables you mentioned, uh, perhaps in real time on the ledger, and that's going to make auditing more seamless. And all of that, when it comes to costs, reducing costs for the insurer will ultimately reduce yeah. costs on the consumer as well. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, I mean, some great points you guys have highlighted. Uh, and as you mentioned, David, the value chain, I think, be it blockchain or any other technologies, the, one of the key areas that it's transforming within the value chain is the KYC followed by claims. I mean, because yeah. this, this, these two areas are one of the major uh, challenges for the sector. So any, any views on these two elements, which is very key for the insurance business? I can I can talk a little bit to the KYC aspect, uh, and Marlene yeah. can jump in on claims. But from a KYC aspect, um, certainly the, the regulatory compliance and other compliance requirements regarding KYC is critical to the insurance industry. I mean, similarly on the, you know, it, it is an industry that has historically had had a tremendous amount of fraud in it uh, related to areas like this. It's similar to banking, similar to financial services, and hence why KYC is so important in the insurance and, and financial services industry more broadly. Um, in, in terms of the effort put in here, there's been a tremendous amount of investment into advanced techniques um, and, and modeling and data collection around around detecting and and you know providing indicators of fraud or other issues with regards to KYC. Um, it is very very difficult to do though in, in its entirety. Um, you know, bad actors will always find ways to to ultimately. Um, circumvent any any mitigators you put in place, uh, it is very difficult to do that in an immutable blockchain. Um, and to the extent that you can create infrastructure around KYC that that is more cost effective, this is this is a really good use case, sort of very much upstream in the process, you know, basically right at the at the the customer acquisition stage, uh, that can be very valuable and eliminate a lot of regulatory burden for carriers. Um, so it is a viable a viable area to explore for sure. Yeah. Yeah, and I just think about, um, you know, from a claims perspective there, you know, when you talk about those bad actors, um, I read a recent stat that our current, uh, the insurance industry today, uh, fraud is, uh, they suffer from $80 billion worth of fraudulent claims. Um, that is a lot. And I think blockchain can help solve for some of that using smart apps analytics and other methodologies to deal with false claims as um, you have these bad actors that continue to develop more sophisticated ways to to dupe companies. So I think um, blockchain's innate feature of just capturing the timestamp transactions and having that complete audit trail can hinder um, uh, some of the you know, bad actors from being able to commit fraud. So I think there's definitely a benefit there um, when it comes to um, claims. The other thing I'll talk about from for a claims perspective is that our customers today, just like myself and you, you know, we, uh, you're competing against insurance companies aren't just competing against insurance companies. They're competing against retailers too, who want things at their fingertips. And so from a claims perspective, those usually still take, quite a while to process because of all the manual um, transactions involved. But with blockchain, I think about, you know, like travel insurance, how quickly, you know, if it's um, 
if you buy travel insurance, for instance, and you have a claim through the blockchain, you, you know, your flight's delayed, this information is gathered, and in a matter of minutes, all of that information is captured and then a payment is issued to you. Um, so I think there's a way to just get faster and better and to eliminate a lot of these fraudulent claims that we see in the industry today. Yep. True. I think, yeah. So I think blockchain and claims, that's kind of a mate for each other. I mean, that's how it, you know, the industry was looking for and some, in, in a way, I would say the solution is here. And it's just a matter mm -hmm. of time that how we execute it, right? So my next question to Marlin is, how is blockchain technology used in the insurance industry? You know, we have seen many case studies, uh, uh, many startups have come up, and even in the sectors like parametric, um, travel, mm -hmm. and uh, auto insurance, telematics, there's many ways that we have learned how it can be used. So any, any views on how exactly this can be demonstrated uh, by the insurance sector and attached to that is what are the important factors that an insurer must be wary of in building a blockchain capability right now where i think you're going to see it again is around parametric insurance i almost think of it like um, an excel spreadsheet where you have an if then statement if right. this happens then you get paid x yeah. Um, yeah. i think we'll see more of that that's the yeah. simplest i think um uh concept so, out there so today that's it's kind of a trigger based conditioned right yes that's where i think we'll see it um in the near future but i think there's still some impediments you know you know there's um uh the like david mentioned dirty data i always say that data is like oil unless refined it has no value um you know many insurers still are dealing with multiple legacy systems where their data, they can't even have get access to extract their data. Um, so there is some technology, technological complexity. Um, and I also think there's some uncertainty um, when it comes to legal reg regulations. So, you know, uh, as David mentioned, it's no secret that the insurance industry is, is among the most regulated industries, I believe. And, um, I think there's still, you know, especially when it comes to smart contracts, they're still largely unregulated. So, you know, the how this is going to affect uh, regulators as well as um, making smart contracts and the use um, of them in a legally sound way is still unclear. Right. Yeah, and uh, maybe if, if I could add some use cases that come to mind when I think of it, you know, parametric insurance obviously being a good one. I, I would put that one in the bucket of brand new insurance products that doesn't have any of these legacy issues. I think, again, if you're looking to launch an insurance company today with no constraints around legacy systems, technology, or data, you absolutely need to be thinking about blockchain technologies and how that can be integrated across the value chain. But if I... if if I pivot a little bit towards the, the legacy carriers out there, which still make up a tremendous market share, uh, you know, 90, 99 plus percent of the market. Um, when you look at the legacy carriers that all have these constraints and issues, I think they have to be reasonable and practical around where they're going to implement this technology and not look to necessarily reinvent their entire value chain end to end, but look to replace pieces of it in a componentized way uh, to ultimately get to efficiencies where, where there's value. Um, 
blockchain technologies have been proven outside of insurance in, in a lot of supply chain applications, manufacturing, yeah. uh, consumer products and retail applications. And so it's, it's not that difficult to see, you know, extensions of those use cases that are clearly value add and that are clearly high ROI extensions of that into the insurance ecosystem. So say, for example, you know, we talked about KYC a little bit, but I could even talk about how, how, how people or how carriers manage their vendors on the claim side, especially if they're dealing with third party auto body shops or third party uh, car rental agencies. Um, and is there any is there any uh, availability or benefit there to actually moving a lot of the data captured in in the servicing of claims, not necessarily in the dollar amounts that end up recorded in the administration systems of the carriers, but the actual metadata that exists in the provisioning of that claim or in the servicing of that claim? Is there opportunities to uh, implement blockchain technologies into that piece to again either monitor fraud or other bad actor activities or potentially trigger contract payouts on a on a more intelligent basis? And so all of the, all of those types of use cases within insurance would be quite similar or parallel to some of the supply chain uh, and and other you know distribution focused applications of blockchain that we see in the other industries. And so don't, don't look to necessarily reinvent everything if you're a legacy carrier. I think if look for similarities between aspects of your business model to existing successful blockchain implementations in other industries, and try to draw parallels or extensions from those that that might be more valuable. I think that's a fantastic, you know, advice for the listeners that, you know, look for similarities. I mean, that's how you can also, you know, not just innovate, but take care of your cost, part, which is an important factor towards your profitability, right? Well, yeah, and certainly, certainly really impactful on a day like today. So if I, yep. if I use this and, and just uh, kind of pontificate a little bit on a, on an example here, um, physical damage carriers. So, so insurance companies in the property and casualty space that insure property damage yeah. are, are facing tre tremendous inflationary pressures today. Um, they know that claims are predictable with some degree of certainty. You know, if you have a large enough portfolio and you have enough data and it's high quality, you have credible estimates of how much in claims you're going to spend in various different forms of accidents. You know, you might not know which policyholder is going to be impacted per se, but you know, on average, you're going to need, you know, certain amounts of car parts of different types of vehicles, you know, various intermediate or raw construction materials. There's a lot of different input factors into that. To date, I, I say the insurance industry has not gotten into the inventory game of prepaying for car parts and prepaying for construction materials. That that has not happened. Um, but I think it's largely not happened because there's a lot of risk in getting into that supply chain kind of kind of business. Uh, that's not the insurance business. Um, but if you think about, you know, if that were enabled through a blockchain, could that uh, build enough trust into that? portion of the value chain that, you know, prepaying and purchasing materials in advance now becomes economically viable, or at least from, you know, from a risk perspective, doesn't have as much downside. So there's areas like that where you could see, you know, clear supply chain applications used in the context of an insurance value chain that maybe enables insurance carriers to cut costs and mitigate risks of inflation in different ways. Um, and so, so thinking outside the box of, you know, the traditional value chain, and looking to maybe replace some links in that chain with with something a little bit different um, yeah. and a little bit more innovative. Yeah, true. Well, I think the future is going to be interesting. It's just a matter of time that how the industry executes because insurance as a whole is kind of a you know functions in a very traditional manner and it's kind of risk averse in the way they operate, right? So we just see how blockchain as a technology 
gets executed across the value chain for the sector. Well, thank you, and uh, David and Marlin, for the fantastic discussion. And thank you for sharing your thoughts today. A true delight to have you both as our guest. Thank you so much. It's our pleasure. Likewise. Thank you. And lastly, to wrap this up, thank you for listening and see you at our next episode. Take care and stay safe. Goodbye for now.